We wrap up the Made the Case series with asking if the Spurs has just blow it up. You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Zach Aguilar, the voice of Tanjiro Kamado, and you're listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs, right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Hey, thanks for making Locked On Spurs your first listen each and every day. As always, we are free and available wherever you get podcasts, including YouTube, and we're a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You just heard we are going to wrap up our three-part series with why the Spurs should just blow it up. Now, pump the brakes a bit. There's a big factor into this is how they do in the NBA draft. So if they get Wimby, should the next phase of this rebuild just mortgage everything right now and bring in power players right now? Or if, does that extend to Scoot or Miller or maybe a Thompson twin? We'll find out right here on Locked On Spurs as well as getting to some Spurs news. It's like Mitch Johnson is getting some interest from the Raptors. Who is helping me today to wrap up the three-part series? He is my colleague at Ken's Five. He is Nate Ryan. He's on the sports desk side of things on TV. Nate, welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. Are you ready for your task? Are you ready to piss off Spurs fans? <laughs> I, I'm, I feel like we've all just been counting down to May 16th for the last couple months, so I'm just kind of excited for that day to get here. But thanks for having me, Jeff. Yeah, not a problem. Make sure to follow Nate on Twitter, at Nate Ryan Sports. Make sure you do that right now. So, Nate, we, we've been having fun in these last three days or the last three episodes with uh, kind of a make the case. So we started to make the case to Spurs just, you know, don't blow it up, just run it back. Uh, our colleague, Tom Petrini, he did uh, part two of it, make the case why they just need to retool just a little bit, not too much, you know, maybe a piece here and there. But then I started thinking, well, maybe Nate will be good at this one, you know, to make the case to blow it up. And now I bring it up, Nate, is because, you're hearing some big names out there that may or may not be happy in their current team. Jordan Poole is an example. Uh, you know, there's there's Dame Lillard and whatnot. So let's begin your task. Make the case why, Nate Ryan, the Spurs should just blow it up depending on who they draft. I don't think you need to fully blow it up. The Spurs are in a luxurious position right now where a majority of their biggest contributors are all under the age of Kevin uh, of 25, Kelvin Johnson, Devin Vassell, Jeremy Sohan, all under that threshold. Trey Jones is another guy like that as well. And the Spurs have a luxury of draft picks moving forward. So if another team technically, theoretically wants to move one of their you know, bigger names, bigger pieces, the Spurs have the horses to at least entertain that. Uh, history, I think, would tell us that the Spurs don't do necessarily things like that to bring in stars, They're right. like getting guys in their development system. Um, but they ha- they at least have the resources. I think it just goes to show that the good place the Spurs are in right now where they can do that. I, you mentioned a couple guys, like a guy like Jordan Poole or a guy like Damian, Lill- Damian Lillard. Yeah. Lillard, I think, is so far ahead of everybody. Like, he's a legit top 15 star player. Jordan Poole mm-hmm. is, I think, on the other end of the spectrum where – He's shown, you know, games where he can go out and get you 30 points and really heat things up. But he's also, you know, on the right side of 26, 27. But he's a guy who I think would be – he wouldn't command as much of a return. I think one first-round pick would get you Jordan Poole easy. Um, 
But if you want to talk about going out and getting a guy like Lillard, um, that'll cost you, you know, some capital. That's going to cost you some players. Uh, obviously, I think teams would be wanting to inquire on Jeremy Sohan if they were, depending on what the return would be. I don't know if I see the Spurs completely giving up on a lot of these guys under the age of 25. Lillard would be yeah. one of the guys that, I, I mean, I guess he would be a guy that, the, the biggest name out there, I'm trying to think of others, but I think it's just him kind of for now. Yeah, yeah. And, and look, if I'm going to play devil's advocate with you, you know, I could see a big reason and, and a legit reason why you blow up the roster. You were talking about recent history. Well, they traded away an all-star recently. Granted, you know, it was an injury replacement, but he was an all-star to Jonte Murray. They traded and look at the capital they got back. They traded away uh, Derek White. Look what they got back. So, and then let's just just say crossing fingers to put the mojo out there. They they win it all and they get Wimby. Uh, if they, I, I think you want to show a guy like a generational player like that that this team is willing to do anything and everything to get you the players and to win right now. So yeah, I think I would be okay if you say. You hear a report, you know, Spurs are interested in Lillard and part of the package is a few first rounders, Kelton Johnson, Trey Jones. I'm going to get this up as I go here, you know, Malachi Branham. You know, and and you look at the Portland side as an example. If they're going to do that kind of move, then they're going to do what all NBA teams are doing now, which is investing in draft capital, first, second round picks. Uh, I I, I think if you do win Wimby, you – oh, man, it's like – and then you got today's era, Nate, where players want to win now. They're chasing rings more than they did back in the day. If you could prove to a generational player, like, you're welcome to the Spurs and look what we're doing to make you happy here to win now, there's a legit argument why you would go that route. And also, too, Nate, I don't think anybody's untouchable on this roster, including Sohan. I was about to say, yeah. I mean, when you talk about blowing up the roster, I don't really think it, yeah. you could consider it blowing up because there is nobody here on this roster right now who I think is fully has full immunity. So I, I, I think I, I'm agree. I'm agreeing with you there and that yeah. there's nobody on this roster who is off the table in anything. I, I mean, look, would, I mean, just look at today's modern generational big time player. You see with Kevin Durant, you know, he's now he's hopping Jason rings now, basically. You we recently we saw the Heatles, you know, Dwayne Wade and LeBron and Bosch team up. We saw Kevin Durant join the the Warriors. I, I my fear is that if you don't prove to a Wemby, maybe a Scoot, that this team Spurs are not willing to make bold moves to make these guys winners now, that can hurt their long term future in the city. And also, too, San Antonio is not known for a hotbed of big name stars. They're not, yeah, it's yeah. not. But I think also, yeah. too, is, is the, the idea of the Spurs, what they can sell, I think, too, is their development and their track record. I mean, because, you know, five championships in 20 years, all for the most part with guys who were drafted here and, mm-hmm. you know, came up through the system here. I think, too, that other players around the league, they see that. And the same guys who are doing a lot of the development are still here in San Antonio. So I think the Spurs have earned – they deserve the trust of both fans and players in the fact that their development knows what they're doing. And, and again, playing devil's, devil's advocate again, that's great, but what have you done for me lately? And I think that's what team players may think of. Like, okay, that's good. You want it then, Spurs, your titles, but 
when was the last time y'all even been to the freaking NBA playoffs? You know, they may use that. And what better way to prove to a potential top three pick that this team is willing to make the right moves to bring in power players now is to really overhaul this roster to cater to them. Um, I do agree with uh, with part two, you know, retooling. I think if you get Wimby, you have the pieces right now to surround them with a good team. Yeah, and that'd be great. Uh, but, but you've also got cap space where you can go out you got, and try yeah. to make it run a free agents, you know? Yeah, but, I mean, look, I'm not saying anything new to you or to the listeners right now. They don't come to San Antonio, buddy. They don't. They just don't. His, even when they're winning titles and wrecking teams on the court, you got your David West that came to San Antonio, your, your Kevin Willis's back in the careers. You never saw a LeBron James in his prime you know, come to say, I want to come to San Antonio, you know, uh, Chris Paul in his prime. I want to come to San Antonio to win titles. You know, that, that, that didn't happen then. And it's That's as of right like now, you, it's not happening. Well, I and mean, then you had guys like, you know, they signed LaMarcus Aldridge and Pal Gasol yeah. and, and, and those kind of days. But uh, I think now if you get a guy like Wimbanyama, if you get a guy like Scoot Henderson, the Spurs really haven't had that of late, especially in the last six, seven years, they haven't had a team where it's just yeah. like, oh, I need to team up with this guy, right? Yeah. But when you look at now, I think the Spurs are as attractive now as they have been in the last six, seven years because they were in that sort of in-between point when DeJounte was getting really good and, you know, DeMar DeRozan was, you know, the face sort of of the team mm-hmm. in doing most yeah. of the scoring. They were, they were still, they felt like they were in that in-between sort of part where they weren't good enough to win a championship, but they... Now that they've got a clear vision, I think last year the minutes that a lot of these younger guys got, I feel like they've got a they're as attractive now to other teams as they have been in the past. He is Nate Ryan, my colleague at Ken's Five San Antonio. Follow him on Twitter at Nate Ryan Sports. Do that right now. When we get back, we're going to wrap up this conversation. If the Spurs should blow it up, uh, depending on who they draft, and I'm throwing a little wrench into this discussion right now with Nate Ryan. Uh, but before we do all of that and more, I definitely want to talk to you about game time. You got to get game time right now. You get flash deals on last minute tickets. You can find last minute tickets in general. Easy to find. Buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. You even get images of your seat. Lowest price guaranteed. Events cancellation protection. Job loss protection. You got it. They have it at game time. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. That's why you got you to go to gametime.com. Game time makes it fast and easy to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, theater near you. Killer deals. You could just stop stressing over tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you'll have. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code Locked On NBA for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code Locked On NBA for 20 bucks off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're back right here on Locked On Spurs with Nate Ryan. Follow him on Twitter at Nate Ryan Sports. We're wrapping up a three-part series, making the case why the Spurs should blow it up. Now, with the Wimby, you can you could definitely say this team, Nate, has the pieces right now. Perfect. Let's go. Let's roll. Let's see what we can do. But does the concept of blowing it up, quote-unquote, perhaps turn if they fall out of the top three? What are your thoughts? Yes, uh, because I think 
this draft is you know who's going one. I feel like I know who's going two and Scoot Henderson. If you get the third pick, like if we if we don't get the number the one or two picks, I think Wemby and Scoot Henderson are both stars in the NBA mm-hmm. within the next three five years. Right, um, right, right. And that's what you're looking for in the draft. You're looking when you're when you're trying to build a champion. You're looking for building stars. You're looking to hit on your draft picks first and foremost. And once you get to three, that's where the questions start to come in on who do you take. There could be a star three to ten. Who knows? But mm-hmm. If we don't get pick one or two, I will be a little bit bummed because that's when it's like, all right, that's when the real draft kind of starts. That's when the conversation yeah, yeah. starts to start to come into play. Uh, so as far as that, yeah, I would consider – I would more so consider, hey, packaging picks, packaging pieces, yeah, packaging a top that top ten pick this year, who you would get. And if another team had a player maybe – like a Carl Anthony Towns, the Minnesota Timberwolves were yeah. interested in, you know, talking. I would for sure take a listen to that because he's a guy who I think is somebody who could use a change of scenery, but is also still under the age of, you know, 30. He's, mm-hmm. I think, 26, 27. Right. Um, so I think there I would be much more willing to talk with other teams on our current pick and just see what you could get out there. Not fully, you know, go – give you Keldon, give you Devin. We also got to make a decision on Devin Vassell's contract too. So that's, Mm -hmm. that's maybe, maybe you factor that in when you're thinking about making trades, but uh, once you get to three, I think is when, yes, I would be much more lenient to do so. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the trick. And that's why it's so important for the Spurs to hopefully land one and two. Uh, I think statistically, Nate, the Spurs have the biggest shot at landing at six. Like that's where the odds favor them. The lowest. Yeah, statistically, yeah. that's on yeah. on, a, on a number of a pick. Yeah, that's that's yeah. it. But uh, the odds of them picking one or two are higher than them picking six. Okay, so that's well, definitely Spurs fans would take that heading into uh, the draft lottery. Yeah, and, and that's why it's so important. I guess overall, yes. I mean, a lot of Spurs fans are stressing, you know, this lottery. You know, they got to get number one or two. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. But. I think part of the concept of blowing up is what we've been kind of dancing around is if that doesn't happen, they can make, they can still be bold and be big time players in free agency and, and making trades because of a Brian Wright's recent history of flipping some of the young talent that they've had. And two, they have, I mean, a war chest that doesn't even describe it. I mean, times 10 of draft picks, second-round picks. By the way, Nate, when did second-round picks become a hot commodity? When did that happen? Well, for uh, when yeah. you look at some of the guys that have turned into – I mean, the guy who's won NBA, NBA MVP the last two years and yeah. might win it for a third year, he's he was a second-round pick, drafted yeah. Stash. Um, you know, there's been good examples of guys who, you know, have carved out so- solid NBA careers, especially these mm-hmm. days. Um but especially with the Spurs now, I'm looking at the Spurs' second-round pick this year potentially as a second first-round pick because it's it's slotted you know early in that high 30s where you can still yeah. get you know a guy who could really make an impact on your team. So yeah, like Trey Jones is a good example of that. I mean, yeah, you know he was yeah. second-round pick. Yeah, look at look at Malachi Bryant, almost super late first-round pick. You can take some swings, you know. So that yeah. I think that that gives you that luxury to do so. Would 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 you, if you were to take off your, um, you know, sports TV hat and just put on your fan hat for a second, 
Would you be flipping tables and upset if the Spurs decided to go aggressive and start you know, setting off pick like big names? Well, for the roster, uh, quote unquote, big names, you know, your Keldons, your Devons, your, your Trey Jones. You, you would not. OK, I, would. I just want to understand. I want to ask you that. I don't know if you're kind of like, no, don't trade Devin or don't trade Keldon. You know, no, it's interesting, I'm, though. I'm, no, everybody here on this team, nobody's nobody's untouchable on this current team. It's interesting. We had uh, some fun recently with the uh, Locked On Pistons host, and he sent me a message. And I think he's prepping, you know, for the uh, you know, the draft as well, draft lottery. They're doing the he's same doing, thing that we're doing here. They're doing the same thing we're doing. And so his, so he started going through all the scenarios. So he said, "Okay, what if the worst happens for the Pistons and they don't win it, but they land at five? And uh, in that scenario, he asked me, and I'll ask you now. He goes, what one player would your Spurs flip for the number five pick in this upcoming draft? What do you think? For the number five pick? Yeah. I wouldn't, on our roster? Yeah. I wouldn't, I, I would flip anybody on for the number five pick. Okay. 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 Not surprised. I asked this to Spurs fans, and you know what the answer was? They said they would give up Keldon Johnson for number five. Uh, I, I think the on the flip side, I don't think another team – I don't think the team who would be picking at five would take just Keldon Johnson for the five. Right, pick. yeah. Yeah, but it, but if we're playing with those rules, what one player would would the Spurs throw in as the big name in a trade, you, you know, Keldon Johnson seems to be one. And I was a little surprised because Keldon, highest paid Spur, you know, beloved by the fan base, you know, does a lot for the community. Um, but I think – I mean, it may be for another show, but – I think some Spurs fans maybe soured on Keldon a little bit this past year. I don't know if they're just kind of realizing that he is what he is and that's it, or perhaps not, you know, realizing his possible potential or next step, but that's for another show. Once again, we're talking with Nate Ryan. He is my colleague at Ken's five TV. And we're asking if the Spurs should uh, take the path in this rebuild of just blowing it up. If they get a Wimby or a scoot, or maybe take a different path. So overall, Nate, you know, wrap up this topic. I think you're okay with it, just depending on where they land in the draft. Is that correct? For sure. Depending on where they okay. land, I'm totally okay with it. Nobody on this team is uh, untouchable. All right. Well, when we get back, uh, we're going to dive into some Spurs news and notes. Shocker. Another team wants a current Spurs assistant coach as their new head coach. We're going to be discussing that and more right here on Locked On Spurs. Thanks again for making Locked On Spurs your first listen each and every day. You guys are the everydayers, and uh, I'm pretty sure it'll be draft talk, perhaps some off-season news in tomorrow's episode. Hey, before I, we get into that uh, Spurs news and those segment here, I want to talk to you about prize picks. You got to get prize picks right now. They got something going on right now, the $1 million daily Superflex promotion. While the NBA playoffs and the finals are, are just right around the corner. So basically every day of the NBA playoffs slash finals, one price pick user will win a chance at becoming a millionaire. One entry placed after 8 a.m. EST will be randomly selected each day. Six correct picks will get you the million dollars. Five correct picks will get you 80000 Four correct will get you 16000 You can find out all the details at pricepicks.com slash million. You must opt in at this link to be eligible for the $1 million entry. Once you opt in, all you got to do is play the game like normal, and you can be the lucky winner. Hey, but overall, you should just check out Prize Picks. You can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people, just you versus the projections available. 
and Price Picks offers projection on any sport like the NBA, NFL, MLB, MMA. Even got disc golf, Euro basket. Yeah, they cover it all over at uh, Price Picks. So once again, go to PricePicks.com right now. Entries can be made at 60 seconds or less. Super, super easy. Safe and fast withdrawals. Currently operational 30 states in Canada. Again, go to pricepicks.com right now. Play daily fantasy sports. And first time users get themselves a 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks with promo code locked on. You deposit 100, price picks gives you 100. You give them 50, price picks will give you 50. Promo code is locked on. Sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. And I want to talk to you about our uh, returning fan favorite coffee in San Antonio right here on Lockdown Spurs. It is Mudslinger's drive through Coffee. Hey, you're recovering from Fiesta Week? I know Nate is. Nate, Nate's definitely recovering from Fiesta Week. So <laughs> if he needs a quick pick-me-up, uh, he needs to go to Mudslinger's. It's locally owned, independent coffee shop, and they're proud to make delicious coffee for our community. They do it fast and friendly so you get on with your day. If you're in the mood for a latte, cold brew, or the Red Bull infused lightning bolt, Nate, I recommend you get that one. If you go, you you'll you'll be the like, Red Bull infused coffee lightning bolt. It's called the Red Fuse and Bull Red Bull infused lightning bolt. That's I've had it before. Yeah, I tried. I was that. I was yeah, done. Like I, I didn't need any coffee for the rest of the day. I was good. You should get yeah, it. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. It sounds pretty. It, it's it's you you got energy. That's for sure. You'll get it times ten. Hey, look, they got drinks for every taste. Over 300 five-star reviews can't be wrong. They also have a wide selection of dairy alternatives, low-calorie options, even caffeine-free drinks for when you want to just take it easy. Go to Mudslingers drive through Coffee for a tasty and convenient caffeine fix. It's over at 2404 Thousand Oaks Drive near 21 and 1604. Open every day from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. You can find them on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, at, at MudslingerSTX. Life is too short for bland coffee, all right? It's going to wrap up this episode of Lockdown Spurs with Nate Ryan. Nate, some Spurs news. Shocker here. A team wants a Spurs, you know, coach here. This time it's Mitch Johnson. According to a report via ESPN, uh, the Raptors are eyeing uh, Mitch Johnson, among other candidates, for their vacant head coaching spot after Nick Nurse and the Raptors parted ways. Why am I not going to be shocked to see uh, Mitch go, Nate? I'm not. Well, we get back to the developmental aspect of the Spurs organization because every our reputation, everybody wants Spurs assistant coaches because they learn from the master here, Popovich in San Antonio, and then they go out, go off and do you know other great things. Udoka just got the Rockets job. Will Hardy's in Utah. The list goes on. Quinn Snyder's spent time around this organization. Yep. He's with Atlanta. There's so many guys out there where the track record is just what's in the water here in San Antonio that eventually makes you a good coach. Mitch Johnson still under 35 years old. He's a Stanford guy, smart dude, and has really kind of come into his own as one of Popovich's top assistants. He coached the summer league team last summer. Yep. All of his blueprint, all of his DNA just feels like a future NBA head coach. He was the guy who he stepped in as an NBA head coach during the regular mm-hmm. season when yep. Pop had to sit out and Brett Brown wasn't available. His, he, all of his fingerprints just check out as, future NBA head coach and teams are starting to play keen to that. Yeah. It's not the first time NBA teams are uh, reportedly looking at Mitch Johnson. I I forget which team. I I think it was Atlanta. Excuse me. No, it it was. It was the Hawks. Yeah. 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 It was the Hawks. Yeah. So, um, you know, again, brace yourself. Spurs fans. 
uh, perhaps another assistant coach could be on the move. But congratulations to him if that does happen. If not, hey, he's back for one more year. That's good for uh, the Spurs. Other Spurs news, congratulations to the Coyote, Nate. He is in the top five most followed um, NBA mascots on uh, social media platforms. Yeah, he's top five. We got to get him to number one, though. He's number four. The uh, Rockets uh, mascot is ahead of him, so that that can't not stand Nate. Wow. That can't stand. We don't want. Houston I don't even know if I know first. what the Rockets mascot is. They're that it's that bear. You know the little it's chubby like a bear? bear thing, right? It's yeah, head, it's, it wears a, it wears a headband. <laughs> it wears. You know what he just thought of a man bear pig from South Park? Is what I thought of right now. With the yeah, uh, I don't even know what he is. Yeah, it, it, hmm. supposedly in Rocket in Houston territory, there's bears. I don't get it, but they roll with the bears. But the bear in Houston has more followers than the Coyote. I think the number one was Benny the Bull. I think that was kind of, you know, kind of yeah, that he's, one. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. He's, he's pretty polarizing. Yeah, he's, always, yeah, he's, he's, always, pretty... he's always up to something. Yeah, he is. But uh, there's your quick news and notes. Uh, Nate, we need to know what's going on on the sports desk, desk side of things over at Ken's 5. What's cooking? Uh, this week is a great week. We've got a big story on Wednesday night on a local boxer, Eddie Ortiz, nice. Eddie the Hunter Ortiz. He's fighting on Friday night, uh, Techport Boeing Center, and I spent some time with him last week. To, he's got an awesome story. He grew up West San Antonio. I've fought all over the world professionally, and now he's returning home to fight on Friday. Uh, and then other than that, it's just, again, counting down to May 16th, the lottery. We're, we've just finished up the NBA draft, NFL draft, excuse me. Now it's the Cowboys knocked it out of the park with the NFL draft, if you ask me. Now we hope for some good luck in the NBA draft. Two things. One, I heard the Eagles really killed it, too. Is that true? Oh, yeah. Well, they yeah, the- they are recreating the Georgia Bulldogs national championship defense. Dang. Uh, they got some people think is the best player in the draft who slid down all the way to them. Uh, but it's just kind of the, the Eagles are the, are the trendy team right now. They're going to need yeah. to be, it's going to be tough for them to continue the success that they built last year. I think they can do it. I think going into the next season, they're the NFL favorite, but mm-hmm. um, we'll see how the, we'll see how they do with a target on the back. And number two, I think you could take on that boxer. I think you, I think you could take him. Maybe, I got. Maybe, I, I, I believe I don't in know you. About that. I, I believe don't know about in that. you. I, I'm gonna. I'm, I will. I will not be in the ring. I'm gonna stick to the ring side. <laughs> I'm, I'm. I'm cool with the storytelling. He is Nate Ryan. Follow him on Twitter at Nate Ryan Sports. Great follow. I recommend you should go and follow him right now. Then, again, thanks for making Locked On Spurs your first listen every day. You guys are the everydayers. Don't forget to stick, uh, come back for tomorrow's show right here on Locked On Spurs. So for Nate Ryan, I am Jeff Garcia. We're putting a lock on this episode of Locked On Spurs. Thank you.